0: Hello. Hi. How are you?
1: Good, thanks Good. for asking. Yes, I was asking
0: them, but. Oh, um,
1: well, that's fair.
0: <laughs> welcome to Behind the Pixel. My name is Will.
1: My name is Catherine.
0: And this is an open pixel podcast, the podcast where we try to bridge the knowledge gap between those who buy creative content and those who make it. Yes. And today we have, I think, another hack, except this hack is um, off the cuff. Yeah. Going off the cuff a bit.
1: Based on some conversations that we've had recently. Yeah. But, so we thought it would be topical to talk about. Yeah. So what are we talking about?
0: Today we're talking about postmortems. Uh-huh. And you can see we have no notes. No notes. No notes. Off the, s- off off the, the cuff. cuff. Off the cuff. Yeah, yeah the cuff. we notes. already said that. No notes.
1: We're flipping the script.
0: Postmortems for those people who don't understand what those are, you might do them internally at your business. You might um, call them reviews. You, you might, might do them call, yeah. as a creative business. You might do them uh, as a freelancer as well for yourself. The idea is to take a project that you've completed and revisit it from a different perspective mm-hmm. and try to figure out what went wrong, what went well, but how how can you improve Right.
1: How can you inform future projects or future collaborations?
0: Yeah. And there's different ways to approach it. And we thought we'd talk about our approach just quickly to give you a little bit of context on how we determine what the right thing is. And then, you know, we're also trying to changing this process as we go. So it Mm -hmm. feels like there might be some unanswered questions. Maybe there's some things you can help us with. Maybe there's some things that you do at your studio or your business or your with your team that might help us i don't know yeah but
1: yeah. and likewise you might get something from this that informs your own form of reviews because yeah. love them or hate them they have purpose right <laughs>
0: well some people don't do them at all that's and true and i think you know the the idea behind that is that it takes too long or it's taking away you know you're putting time into something that has already gone away so there's no point in revisiting it. Let's just move forward.
1: Yeah, well, so and it's interesting as like we're a we're a micro business, right? So yeah. as a team of sometimes two, sometimes even one, do you do a post-mortem right. after having that experience? And yeah.
0: So uh, as so, let's go. Maybe let's let's maybe go through this with as many people. As we have done it with. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, let's go up the chain. So, let's nice start story. at one person. If you're doing a postmortem for yourself, mm. I would personally, and I don't know if this is different for you, I would probably write down the things that I, during production, that mm. I know could change. Right. Look, as I'm working, I mean, this is just something I do. I consistently ask myself, is this the best way to do this, Mm -hmm. right? And as animators, I'm sure animators out there are saying like, yeah, I I resonate with that. Like animating this thing is going to be really hard. What's the easiest way to do it? But you can apply that same logic to things that aren't animation, like production workflows Mm -hmm. or gathering reference or coming up with ideas.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually realizing even now that there's an approach here of like, When you do a postmortem with yourself, I agree about doing this in the moment, right? The the moment that it's happening, if you have the ability to like, especially when something's painful, right? You went through a process, you're really frustrated by it. It drives you crazy. Uh, Normally I journal, but that Mm. journal itself is kind of like my future Mm. postmortem. Like I got to vent out the things that were frustrating in that moment. But then when I go back and review it at the end of the project, I can be like, okay, well, what really happened in that moment? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you write in the moment, you can't necessarily see, but you know how you feel in that moment. Right. So the feeling comes from somewhere intentional and and has value. But how do you translate that at the postmortem side to say, okay, this was this is how I felt. But the problem was really more about xyz and here's how we fix it.
0: Yes, I I tend to jump to solutions really quickly. Yeah. Um so one of my methods is to pull up Microsoft To Do's. It's okay. not a, it's not a plug we're not <laughs> sponsored or anything. But sure. um Microsoft has this one program that they actually bought from someone else called To Do's and it's like a to-do list. And I have a specific it's a really cool program. You should check it out. Just you should. Cool, cool. But I can't wait. <laughs> the way the to do list works is you, you can put in something that, like, you can make a list that is. It's just a sort of a, an open list, an unordered open list. And then every time I'm during a project, when I see something, like, oh man, like that should be something I fix. And I'll type in the thing <laughs> and then I'll let it go. And it's really nice to be able to let it go. Just write it down. Let it go. Because it's a future um, so, problem. It's, it's a future problem. A, yeah. You're not going to fix it in the moment. Right. Because if you do that, then you're going to be spending time on the wrong thing. Hmm. So
1: that's a fair way to think about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So if you have a postmortem for two people, yeah. what's your process then?
1: So I guess it could change a little bit. So it, it sort of depends. So in our situation to be transparent with you all, like we sometimes assume multiple roles yeah. within one particular project. So I might be the project manager for this project but i also might be the character animator
0: right
1: and or sometimes we do co-creative direction so in those instances i think it's important to define what happened in in each of those roles first right right? because if i just said here's what i did and i'm jumping around between things i might not know where to fix the problem Mm -hmm. is it an op project manager problem or is it a an artist Artist problem problem. or is it a communication between them? Like, Mm. did I not correctly communicate my own needs to myself as an artist?
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: so there's, there's, there has to be some line of, if we were to have a conversation right now, it would look like, let's talk about what we each did within each of our roles. What did we do there? Not just necessarily from a task perspective, but then like, what was frustrating about that moment in that role?
0: Yeah, so here's a solution to figuring out roles. I don't know if you... Anyone here tracks their time? Maybe marketers do for businesses. Yeah. Maybe creatives definitely maybe do. Maybe creatives. For, yeah. Maybe, but we track our time based on our role. And so, if you are looking back at a project, you can pull up that project, see how much time was spent on each of the roles, and you can say, "Okay, well, you did these roles, and I did these roles." Let's go down the list and figure out what you did in that role and how how it went. And mm-hmm. I think that was one of the questions we were asking ourselves about postmortems: is how do you pose the question so that you get the right response right sometimes you pose a question and you you're not getting the right response that you're that that would actually be helpful
1: well and i think that's why postmortems can be so ineffective or so frustrating for people if if like you're going through a postmortem and everybody's like well this went well i guess or like it was okay and then just like Nothing comes out of it. I think that's mostly from not asking the right questions to get to the result that you need to get to. Yeah,
0: or on the other side of the spectrum, it'd be like, this went horribly and it was definitely Bob's fault. Right. <laughs> Bob, oh, Bob didn't no. give me my assets. You know, like, <laughs> Bob's got to do, you know, whatever. No, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, like calling out somebody specifically yeah. is not really the way to approach it.
0: In any, in a, yeah. In yeah.
1: any situation. Yeah. Usually you talk about it, you frame it from your your own lens, right? Yeah. So like, I was frustrated by, this process where we weren't as communicative within each other and and this is what impact it had on me in this moment. Like yeah. coming from that angle is is more understanding.
0: Now, how do you do a postmortem with two people and one of them is a client?
1: Ooh. <laughs> That's a fair question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I've mean, done them a couple of times. Yeah. I think And maybe this is this is really a a big part of the hack here is to do postmortems with your clients after a project. And I I would even say to the degree that just recently we started to put them into our project schedules so that the client knows ahead of time, like, hey, this project is is done on this due date that you've asked for, but we're not done yet. (laughs) Right. We have an extra little step that we're going to take together because like in the event that hopefully over the. Course of the project, we've we've built some trust with you. We've built a relationship. We also want to see that through to be like, where can we make this experience better for any projects that you have in the future? Because that's ultimately you're you're supporting that growth over time as well.
0: Yeah, and especially for clients that you want to keep long term, like we have a lot, like ninety percent of our clients are return clients, and it's because we do these kinds of meetings with them. It's because they want to continue the relationship. It's because they're okay with. Talking through the things that didn't go that well, right, and figuring out solutions to how we could do it better the next time. Mm-hmm. So highly encouraged to do that. With definitely, um, it makes a big yeah.
1: difference. And then, yeah, it it informs a lot of questions that came up during the project that we didn't have time to complete right. or answer in that moment, yeah. just because of deadlines and you know, mostly things the, that are natural. For I feel the like project.
0: the the postmortems around clients are like, did we give you the right thing? Did it look the way you wanted it to? Mm-hmm. Did you know? Did the reviews make sense? Was our feedback timely, that kind of thing? Like you want to yeah. get, that's all surface level. Then there's mm. the communication side. Yeah, <laughs> right? which it's is like, why we have this podcast, we clear? right? Were the, com- the communication yeah.
1: side is really where the yeah. meat of it gets
0: into. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who own studios or who are on the marketing side who do these things with other studios, they get to the surface level. Did you get this on time? Were the reviews easy to handle? Whatever. Would you recommend us? Like, those are all questions that are business level. Yeah. But There's a subsection there of like, you know, deeper level questions that really have to do with like, how did we communicate this? And did we do that well enough?
1: Yeah. There's a place in yeah. time for data and review from that standpoint. And then there's a place in time for emotional connection. And both of those, I think, in some way have to be there for the purpose that you need for your business, really,
0: yeah, to to build a relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Let's go big team. Well, so there is a two, team. yeah, big team when you have five people, six people, mm-hmm. ten people, it gets hairy to try to do and a post mortem, <laughs> yeah, and long, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, what kinds of things can we talk about when when you have so many people in one room giving feedback?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a fair question. I think there is. Needing to have space for each person's perspective about how they'd prefer to give feedback, if they're going right. to give feedback in that moment, right? right? Because we have, for me personally, if I had a specific moment with one person that that issue is between me and them, right? Mm. It has, Does the team need to understand what happened in that moment? Maybe not on that call. Hey,
0: guys, but- guys, everyone, Bob didn't give me the answers. <laughs> right. I just want you We're to back know to Bob. Yeah. that Bob didn't do his job. That's all.
1: <laughs> right, and like you know, nobody wants to experience that. Right. But but maybe I have we have the space in our company where we are open enough to to share feedback with each other, either one on one, or to be able to say like I'm gonna write this up because I don't want I don't want the emotion of that moment to come out because it's not gonna be as productive in yeah. that way. You know, because conflict is a real thing that is shouldn't be ignored but how we approach it and how we address it in certain moments is important
0: i would caution the the amount of time you take to do that like mm-hmm. you know in order to do a, a successful postmortem on a project it has to be v- like there's a short window of time between when the project is over and when you're like have emotionally released it right it's enough still, like, to talk about it objectively mind, but yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're in the moment like you just finished the project now you're sort of you maybe you're, all your emotions are still caught up there in I that heated. project yeah, yeah you're still heated so your feedback is not going to be useful <laughs> it's just not you know so you got to give it some time to let it go but you don't want to give it too much time that you forget what happened mm-hmm. in the project so you know I would, yeah, say, like I would say, personally, I would say like I would say like two to three weeks, ma- three weeks max. Two sure. weeks is like right soft spot. <laughs> and then a week later, you could still be heated around stuff. So maybe yeah. two weeks is a good time window. Yeah, I think that's fair. But yeah, yeah it,
1: it, so it depends on like, it also depends on having conversations ahead of time before the postmortem about like the level of transparency that you're all comfortable with, yeah. right? Because if you're a team that says, yeah, we can just say what happened in every single angle of this and be open to giving each other feedback almost like a i mean the the term like netflix uses is like a live 360 Mm. to be able to give feedback about somebody personally in terms of their performance in that particular moment if that's your model then awesome you know that ahead of time right but if that model doesn't work for everybody then you might need to ask yourself what can work with our team that is allowed to provide the most effective feedback possible because I might be just a really shy person. We work with a lot of artists who are introverts, yeah. <laughs> and so to be like, all right, let's bring you all in, and where every single person is gonna be in the spotlight now and and share what they feel. Like, not everybody works that way. Yeah, most people it's just don't. Like, it's like most people don't tests, like being in the right? spotlight. Not yeah, everybody's yeah. a test taker, and yeah. so you, I, I do think there's something about being able to cater to each unique perspective that's important, no yeah. matter the size of the team.
0: And again, the question is how much time do you take? So personally, mm-hmm. I think I would take, I mean, I would I would put emphasis on keeping your answers short mm-hmm. and prompting the question, and this is just my solution to it. What did you do on the project and how did it go? Mm-hmm. I think those two questions give us a sense of everyone on the team, because there's some, some, you know, in our line of work, there could be two people who never meet each other mm-hmm. who are working on the same project, who just are never going to have to talk to each other. <laughs> right. So me learning about what that person did might inform some of the work that I could do better. Right. Even if, even if I don't actually interact with that person. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Finding the threads yeah. of communication there is, is definitely and then helpful. keeping
0: it to a two minute, really short. Give us the cliff notes of what you do. And then, go a little bit deeper into another two minutes, three minutes. How did it go? Because, you know, oh, two weeks out, you're going to remember all mm-hmm. the bad things. I, yeah. I would say don't be as yeah.
1: granular to be like, all right, I'm starting the timer, Bob. <laughs> it's your turn well, to go. And, yeah. like, that's, I mean, maybe to each their own. Yeah, that it's different, different leadership styles, I guess. It's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah. That would not be for me. Yeah. And it also <laughs>
0: depends on how big your team is. I mean, if you had right. a 30-person team, that's that's a different – level of internet you have to split it up into like maybe different meetings with different people and mm-hmm. you know so yeah but, but yeah
1: so i mean there's a couple things to keep in mind yeah i think they're all really important there's different approaches to doing postmortems whether you're doing that internally for your team or you're doing that with a client just be mindful of what questions you feel are going to be the most productive for the goals that you have you know if you're on the business side and you're like we need data around how much time everybody put onto this project and we don't track that. So we actually have to, you know, you yeah. have to tell us then, then you got to get the data somewhere. But if you, <laughs> do you, that's, then you can raise the question from an executive level. Do you need that information and right. why mm-hmm. it's, it's not to say there's any one right or wrong way. It's just asking the questions you need for your team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then on the client side, I would say obviously postmortems are part of the process like, yeah. or, or they should be. If, they if, they're, if they're not, big red flag. Add them <laughs> yeah, yeah. in. Add them in. Add in. Yeah, mm-hmm. add them into the schedule. Put them in there and um, be prepared. And I think, you know, be honest. I think for clients, clients who just say, yeah, this was great. It's it's great, but it might not be helpful. And so, constructive feedback obviously is is what we're going for. And if it was actually great and there was no problems, then fantastic. No notes. No notes. No notes. No notes. No <laughs> iPads. No nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So great. No.
1: Well, yeah. Those were our little unscripted tips unscripted for Unscripted tips. Uh, this is the first time we do that. Yeah. If you do like this kind of more open format that we're doing, let us know. Yeah. Um Because we, again, appreciate feedback in any way, shape, or form.
0: Openpixelstudios.com slash pod question. There
1: it is. To
0: send us something around a note. You can send it anonymously. You don't have to be uh, regis- registered. Register you don't have to, to register. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> you yeah. have to be registered. That's fair.
1: <laughs> You're cool. Yeah. So, thank you for listening and we'll yeah. see you in the next episode.
0: Our podcast was created and filmed at E Media. Thank E-Media. you to our producer E Media. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our producer Jackson Foot.
1: It was recorded on the Tricaster. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very clear that the Tricaster has everything. It is the key component to all of your podcasting needs. I don't know if that's I true. That's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Audio needs, it's there. It's, it's there. Not. Jackson knows. <laughs> uh,
0: our music was created by Hidden and licensed through premiumbeat.com. And until next time.
1: Stay honest.
0: Stay creative.
1: Stay open.
0: Open Pixel Studios. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yes, yeah, you.